up. All right, what's up, Ahmed? So we on Change Yourself, Change the World episode X. I really don't know what episodes are going to come out. I don't know, 7, 12, 13, who knows. But we're about to get on it, man. We, we're, we've been getting really heated because it seems like the media wants us to go back in the same fucking hate cycles. I don't, I don't know why. What, what's going on over here? What, what, what little thing have you been... Oh, I've been just looking into this whole Jake and Blake thing, you know, that's spending probably a couple hours today. So Jacob Blake is his most recent widespread guy that got shot by the police. Like he was going into his car, right? Yeah, Yeah, uh, he's a guy in a black guy in Kenosha and um, he's, you know, he had uh, kids in his in his car, and um, that's the thing that people are going to focus on. But he had kids in the car, and officers pulled him over for something or the other, and they, um, you know, they were asking him some questions, and then he just like walks off, like from what you can see in the video. They ask him to turn around, and he just walks off and goes to his car. The officers yell, "Stop! Stop!" And he just still just goes in his car, opens his car door, yeah. and, you know, that's that's a dangerous thing for someone to do, to be opening their car door yeah. when the police is telling you to stop and put your hands up. Um, that's dangerous for him. That's dangerous for the police. And that's even dangerous for these kids who are sitting in there because what are the police going to do but defend themselves from that? Um yeah, I've just I've just been arguing with that back and forth, and it's just not going to people's heads because they're focusing on the fact that oh, he had kids in the car. Officers could have done so many things. They could have done a. They could have. Yeah, they could have done a kung fu punch, jump but, over the car. But and, so could this guy. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, this is where where the concept of freedom is 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 insane because. Yes, you can do whatever the fuck you want, but that doesn't mean that there's no consequences to your action. You, yeah. you don't, like I, I think I told you before, you don't turn around when someone has a gun on you. If there's a random stranger with a gun on you, you don't turn around and walk away. That's just normal behavior. But just because these guys were cops, this guy had, well, they let him walk away up until the point he got to his car. Yeah, up until he opened his car. If it became more dangerous. And I'm not trying to defend yeah. the cops. They obviously could have need more training. Well, the the cops could cop cop are just cops. Like, what do you want them to do? Yeah. They're not like martial art and you know tai chi experts that they'll just be able to <laughs> handle any situation. Hmm. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like cops, most of them don't get trained that long. Cops are just enforcers. They're just our they're supposed to be our um, our guards, you know, in society, and you know we're subject to the same rules of, within society. And if you uh, don't follow the rules in society, then um, you know, then you, they, they'll interrogate you, and you know they might have to accost you until you can prove yourself wrong in in court and prove them wrong in court. It might be that long a thing, you know, and. All right. so, Go, go down in your comments a little bit. Yeah. It's like just saying the same thing over and over. <laughs> the fact that he, you know. Cops are not psychic martial art masters. Imagine you're a cop. You tell a dude to stop and you can go and walk away. You see you. 
tell him to stop. He reaches into his car. He could have pulled out a gun or a candy to give to the cop. The cops waiting for candy are all dead. <laughs> the cops waiting for candy are all dead. Yeah. That's, That's true. Like I did, I just bumped into this article like uh, a few minutes ago. Um, you know, um, on Infowars, where three officers in in the same day that this happened, three officers got shot with that same exact scenario playing out. Some guy opens his car door and pulls out a gun and shoots a cop. On the same day in Kenosha, I'm not sure if these are all in Kenosha. There's no way these are all in Kenosha, but one's in Pennsylvania. They were ambushed by two black men from the car and then uh, Larnell Smith, Stephen Morris Warren. They both also uh, injured three officers with gunfire before crashing their vehicle and being taken into custody. <laughs> yeah, so that's wild. They ran away from the cops, went in their car, shot wildly at them, and then drove the car into them. And they were taken into custody. They didn't and die. she got caught. <laughs> like, yeah, they, well, they, they were just taken into custody. They didn't die. That's the main thing. Why did they, How did they survive still? That's what I'm How wondering. did they survive? This, this is a weird thing. Like, so nice. Cops here are so nice, yet people are so ungrateful. Well, it depends. So obviously, not all cops are nice. Like, the other guy, they get shot eight times. No, I mean, but that's that's what should happen always. They and in my opinion, that's what always should happen. Because if someone's running away from me and I'm a cop, I'm going to be scared shitless. I'm going to shoot the shit out of them. Because I don't want to get shot. Definitely I have a family a to protect. Probably why you're not a cop. Huh? That's probably why you're not a cop. Yeah, that's why I'm not a cop because I don't want to ever be put in those kind of situations. And here we have officers that are put in those situations and they still somehow manage to keep the guy safe. Even though the guy's shooting at them and driving into them, they still manage to keep him safe. A cop's role isn't like safety. A cop's role is just to enforce the law. Like if you, if you break the law and um, then you, you take the risk. You know, there might come a day where we do have to, we have to break the law. You know, like, what if they have, like, mandatory fascination um, police? They come into your home and, like, at gunpoint, they um, they inject you. You know, I might have to do some shit, you know, go out guns blazing or something. I mean, yeah, I mean. So I might have to break the law there. But this is not that kind of situation. He's just asked to, like, you know, he didn't ask for it, but he obviously wasn't acting in a way. No, yeah, I just, uh, he, he kind of asked for it indirectly, but I'm saying that mm-hmm. cops didn't ask for much from him. The cops weren't going to inject him with anything. The cops weren't going to um, strangle him to death. Like a lot of the people that get pushed to the ground with the whole neck thing, um, aren't those usually people that like resist? Well, the takedown to the ground is the first thing the cops do, though. So whether you resist or whether they say, say you're resisting or whether they want you to comply, they always try to take you to the ground. Because it's the safest for them. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing I don't like. Like, they, they're actually supposed to, uh, like, knee you um, to keep you on, and they're supposed to get feedback. So they're supposed to, like, um, like keep kneeing you, like, uh, with, you know, pressure to just to ma- maintain the, the dominance over you and that's not good for the ribs and stuff so there's yeah. some you know cop things that are you know, that, I, don't, I don't agree with all the um 
restraint tactics, you know, because if you got someone arrested already, their hands arrested behind their back, why do you still got to knee them? Why do you still got to put pressure on their chest and all that? Safety. I really don't know. Yeah, I think when it comes to these cop things, it's um, fuck, man, just it's hard. There is no one fix all solution. And yeah, especially if you got um, you know, all the crazies like uh, people that are on medication. Yeah. This guy could have been on medication. He just didn't understand the cops. He was in his own little lawn land, but that wasn't the case. This guy did it out of attitude or something else. You know. He's he's not a. Uh, there was no information regarding him being, uh, you know, a psychological patient or anything. I mean, he obviously has a family that he's taking care of, so very unlikely that he has a uh, psychologically valid excuse to um, ignore the cops, other than his, you know, ego. Well, the cops shouldn't have shot him seven times. I think the point would have come across if he would have been shot twice in the leg. But there was like three seconds to take action. It's, it's hard to decide what to do. They, the guy dragged him. The guy held onto his arm. And he just still like hoped his way to his car. He must have been on PCP. He just still like hoped his way to his car. I, he also got tased beforehand. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the tase thing because that's what I, I also read. I'm not even sure what happened. Yeah, he got I tased. Full and he's, video. he's like... It was just like, you know, uh, Pikachu doing thunder attack to do it. <laughs> Thunder's ineffective. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, if you get a tase and you're still walking, next escalation step is get shot. And Especially cops aren't taught to shoot once. They're taught to empty clip. Like, it's easier for a cop to get off of, of killing somebody than it is to get, for them to get off of, like, hurting somebody. Yeah, there's anyone that's about to shoot you, they must be on drugs. They must be really out of their mind. Um, uh, it's, it's, you got to empty your clip because uh, one bullet will not stop such a person. They're probably insensitive. You know, they're probably tranquilized to pain at whatever high st state they're on, you know. Um, yeah, I, I really want to know. How about everybody just gets more weed and shit? Everybody's just more calm. Like, before you go to work, you have to take two hits. <laughs> That's a new mandatory law. Before you go to work, it's a two-hit law. Yeah, but I get pretty irritable after, uh, you know, the next day. You know, if I don't get high, then I get a little irritable. Then we and all... then I have to not get high for a while before my mood totally stabilizes. Stabilizes again. Yeah, the whole... We does mess with you a little bit. I do have withdrawals. They're not heavy, but they are withdrawals. Like my it's, appetite is decreased and more pathetic. Yeah, this is very small. It's very minor. It's it's like it's like a period. Yeah, not big at all. Definitely, uh, still worth getting high. <laughs> Yeah, I think so, too. I don't know how much I've drank. I think I've only drank, like, 15 milligrams so far. It's hard to drink this syrup, bro. I need something to drink, but I don't drink soda. Um, what, should, what are you supposed to drink with sugar to neutralize it with soda and, like, alcohol and other shit? Does alcohol neutralize sugar? 
No, well, you're supposed to mix this like a syrup, like a like lean. Oh, you like lean. put it in a smoothie, kind of maybe. You can, but then they just I don't want to waste the syrup. It's gonna get everywhere, and I'm gonna waste some syrup. What the heck is that? I'd rather take shots. What music just started playing on the LA Young radio show? Oh, I was looking for uh, what neutralizes sugar, and they just have this freaking cowboy music. Why did? Okay, I'll just drop that. Um, what what does this say? Alkaline substances neutralize sugar, so you gotta have some veggies with that. Yeah. So the fibers will rake off the sugars from from the you know a little slow down the absorption of the sugar in, in your stomach lining. I just drank some fruit. I had a smoothie. Not a smoothie, just like actual fruit with like fiber in it. Okay, you got strawberries, bananas, dates. They're all in there. I just didn't chew it. I don't know. I think this. What 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 do people think? Uh, I don't know. My my two leftist friends here. They're uh, they're saying that um. Shouldn't be allowed to shoot a cop without a without a cause. I mean, he did. They did have a cause. They had plenty of cause. He's he's a smart guy. He's a programmer, and you know he. He's a he's a smart guy. He should. I don't know why um, people are so blind to these basic facts. Even if you see the short video, you can see that he. But yeah, yeah, he was obviously not complying, and it wasn't like he was the most innocentest person ever. Like there, there was obviously some type of defiance. But all the people are arguing though. None of them could do anything if they were in the cop shoes. Yeah. Like, in, if they were physically there. I mean, we have all sorts of cops. The rule book of cops is applied to, is 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 um, used by all form of bodies. You know, you got like short, um, twenty-two year old cop cops. You know, that are women that don't have as much muscular muscular strength. You know, and you got like big bulky guys and everyone in between. So not every cop can restrain a guy. You know, so the next step, like you said, has to be, uh, you know. I mean, obviously it doesn't because other nations don't deal with, with people the same way we do. I think what's coming here, that's why I was, I'm getting a feeling that they're doing this. This, this is kind of orchestrated. This was a setup and all these things are setups because now we're getting the argument that, oh, this is, this would not happen in other nations. Why? Because what are you talking people. about? This shit happens in other nations all the time. But it doesn't happen when the lethal with guns. Oh, so guns should be made illegal. That's the next argument. Only when guns are made illegal can the cops give you your um, your total safety. You know, and so BLM is that's that's what they're gonna push for next, taking away our Second Amendment. But they're fucking dumb. You can't defund the police and take away Second Amendment. No, the police are gonna have it. Just you aren't. Because you're too dangerous to have it without the that's police the, being afraid. Those, those statistics are idiotic. Because well, that's, people, that's what they're orchestrating right now, you know, with the whole psyoping. My, my biggest point is that a lot of these arguments are emotional. Like, this guy was in front of his family. Yes, that was, that's fucked up. That 
I don't understand. Okay, okay, I don't know the original situation and why the cops were even there in the first place. I don't know why they were there in the first place. But people get emotional as fuck, dude. Yeah, no, this is an emotional argument. Like yeah. I, that's why I'm just saying I'm. I wrote here like you know it doesn't. It doesn't matter if the Pope was in the back of the car. This yeah. guy had a criminal background and he walked off ignoring the cops and opened his car door to retrieve something. You know, what should any person do? Anything you want. You know, it's hunting season. Someone's about to kill you. Oh, you, we, we don't know. Not hunting season, but that's not, that's not a nice way to say it. But yeah. they should have they immediately, they should not give him one second to walk away. They should have immediately. There's three cops. They should have all three of them just boom. They could have jumped him before he. Football type before. Yeah, like even right, as soon as he left, as soon as he turned around, boom. But no, they were being nice at first, giving him a chance, and they had. It was kind of the cops' fault, actually. You know, if you think of it that way, that the cops weren't as uh, um, strict from the start. You know. You should not let a person, you know, if a person's going towards his car, you should stop him ASAP. Like a lot of these cops, though, I mean, they're not smart. They're not reactive. They're, they're not. They're not reactive. Like they're not going to, you know, they don't have reflexes. They're just people with guns and, uh, yeah. And, you know, they're, they're, I'm, I'll still keep them. I'll, you know, that's what a guard is. I'm, my guard does not need to be. Um, a genius does not need to have an IQ of 200 or be a, you know, an expert in Kung Fu or something. But anyways, um, but yeah, that's why I think the, this whole thing is this uh, coming up. You're gonna have false flags. Um, have false flags. Um, related to these more and more until they bring up, you know, the Democrats, especially if they, especially if they get elected. That that's exactly what, that's that's what's gonna happen. They announced it too. I mean, it's Kamala Harris and Biden said that within the first hundred days, you're going to see a lot of gun laws. Gun restrictions. So. Yeah. Well, let's hope they don't get elected. My money's on, they don't, they're not getting elected because for real though, man, the, the choices that the Democratic Party has fucking picked is just insane. Like, who? Are these fucking? Well, we know who they are. Yeah, they're the they're the new old order that we've they're the establishment. Yeah, we've been. Uh... They're the ones that you know. If you, if you do a little bit of research, they're the ones that are fucking everything up. And, and it's kind of fucked to put our, like put them in a blanket category, but. There's only a select percentage of the population who are fucking up the rest of the population. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are right there in the middle with the motherfuckers. Like, for real. Kamala Harris putting people in jail for cannabis. It's ridiculous. They said recently, I saw the news today that they were going to make cannabis legal. I'm not sure exactly what that means. Of course, it come with all sorts of strings. Federally legal, like the which Biden, Biden and Harris. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I don't trust him. Come on, Obama says stuff and he never did. I don't trust him. I I just don't trust the Democratic Party. And I've been watching, well, I've been watching a shitload of fucking Tim Cass and Tim News or whatever the fuck it's called. And he's making a lot of good points. Trump, uh, what were you watching? Uh, Tim Cass. He's making a lot of good points on the Democratic Party and he's saying that, uh, yeah, that guy, Tim Pool. He was on Joe Rogan. He's saying that um, they chose these people so they can lose. Like they specifically chose Biden and Harris, so because they literally the worst they could have chosen. Not even the Democratic people are uh, the, the Democratic fan base are happy with fucking Biden and fucking uh, Kamala. Yeah, this was straight up just rags on Democrats all day right now. Oh, okay. Um. I think, you know, both parties, they make the argument um, that to vote for them is is better because it's better not to vote for the other party. Like, That's the main argument that we're seeing right now. And Yeah. And you know it's fucked when the, the better party is Trump. Yeah. Like, when your better choice is Trump because of X reason, I mean, that's not really a situation we want. We would like to be in, but. Yeah, the only reason that I, I, I know one thing, guns yeah. are good. Guns are good. Guns good. Those, those, those two words go together, you know? Uh, and the conservative side, if, if, that's, if they have any meaning to them, it's, it's that, you know, that, that gun rights and, um, our rights for believing what we want, you know, free speech, religion, Ooh. you know, but, uh, yeah, the left is like, uh, um, hyper progressive and, you know, just, um, reverse racist, reversed belief. I mean, reverse free speech, like, Oh, everything you're saying is against free speech. So you can't, you can't have free speech. You know, like that's the argument over here, you know, like, argument. I, I don't know. I still think that we should have more, more freedom, and we should have these. We should allow things like what's going on in Portland and what happened in Seattle, where people sectioned off a piece of the city. I think that should happen more, and not because I think it's a good idea. I think it's stupid to not organize yourselves and resource manage appropriately, but I think people need to fucking see and and test out some shit to be like, all right, that shit was not good. Because the problem with saying, no, this is not good, nobody can test this out ever, is that nobody's ever going to get rid of that temptation. They're always going to say, no, it is good if only we did this and if only we did that. And it's always going to be there. You're always going to have that temptation to want to do this thing and live this kind of way. So let these people try whatever the fuck kind of society they want. Let super progressive, democratically led, counties and states pass uh, gun laws and watch crime increase in all their fucking pro- uh, other counties like it has in New York apparently so I, I think the solution is always more freedom independent freedom in, in local ways like we need, we need more ways and we, we're running society so we can test out more more programs Essentially, which one works better? Well, freedom actually in the in the federal level, 
if you want to restrict things, go ahead and do it at your local level. Make your own yeah, little, exactly. make your own little bubble. Exactly. You know, but let's not make the whole country into a bubble. You can't exactly. apply. That's why people blaming the president for, for COVID, even though you know there was all sorts of cover up from China, Fauci, Gates, who knew about all this and planned it in advance and had money in the Wuhan labs and everything, and they still didn't tell the president like sneaky ass shit. Uh, Mm-hmm. just pure um if you follow the money like you know and if you, it's just purely evil you know because they knew about it um yeah. so and what's the president gonna do like it's a federal you know you can't just it's like asking god for help you know god can't do anything for you you gotta take local action at your god can't do anything. haven't you heard the saying if god gives you lemons you find a new God. <laughs> that was tight. Yeah, so if your God isn't working out for you, bro, there's plenty of other enlightened cosmic beings out there. <laughs> Just kidding. Follow whoever the hell you want to follow or don't follow them up to you. It's not my business. Not my business. That, the whole uh, gods and... I mean that that can you know that's another whole topic you know it it does work federal I mean eighty percent of the work is up to you at the local level you know? yeah I yeah so like conclusion I keep coming to is like we can all identify as a you know international or national fucking um, society but most of our most important decisions and most of the things that impact us the, like the most are local level politics and local level like policies and local level economics like who gives a shit if the s p 500 did fucking amazing and the nasdaq broke all the records if the companies and factories in your in your town are closing down like so yeah i'm, I'm all for local changes and smaller changes because blanket statement fixes to anything never fucking works they don't they just don't it, some things work better in other places with other kinds of people it, that's just real and this includes things like i don't know it includes everything it includes it includes politics bro some people some kind of societies aren't very good with democracy they're not. They're not used to it. They don't know what to do with it. There's tons of corruption that just comes out of it because they don't really know what to do with it. You can't just give people democracy. It has to come from them. They have to have one desire to have a voice. You can't force fucking. You can't force freedom upon people. That should be the fucking. Yeah, there might be a a, a cycle because uh, you know that whole cycle where first. You know, you're free. You know, you're at the you 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 like our founding fathers. They've made us free, and then you got comfortable, and then now you're um, everyone's wanting to be kind of, you know, get welfare kind of thing, and then the system crashes, and then people realize, oh shoot, everyone should be should actually earn what they get, and you know, there should not be so much taxes. And, you know, so there's just like a, a, a cycle of good and bad and they might be at a different point in the cycle eventually after a few decades they'll open up and stuff like 
just like with China, China's in like purely communist now. They're pretty capitalist. They're really um, going ham on communism. Huh? They're going ham on communism. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, they're pretty um, communist in, in many ways, but they're in terms of trade, they're they're not super communist. Um, yeah, I know they're they're a conflicting cognitive dissonance mess. Yeah, they're. China is actually the answer to a lot of these things. Uh, why the they're doing, like oh. Biden. I was reading this article. He's like trying to. He really like worships China pretty much. Like he's he he he, he likes their whole uh, you know new old order kind of approach to everything. And uh, yeah, that's what they're trying to lead us to, basically, like a technocratic society like China, where people you know, can't have any freedom because they're, they've become, China's basically like become like deculturalized in a lot of those main cities. They're like, they're the, the culture that came out of them. You know, a lot of the pe Chinese people that I talked to, they're all they care about is money. Yeah. They don't even know anything about a lot of people, Buddhism, meditation and all that. No, no, no. They're, they're very material focused, tangible yeah. focused, very here now. What can I get? How can I benefit? Your social score. It's just basically your bank account, how much money you have. That's your social. Oh, yeah? Um, and some, some of the things that I've, I've been looking at, that's how they. Oh. So you're higher, the more money you have, the more social score you have. Yeah. I mean, that's basically, that's basically how it is anyways, you know. But it, for them, it's like very overt. And there's no, and that's all people think about. It's just all day in their mind, you know, how to just materialistic possessions and making money and women won't even consider you unless you already have a house for marriage and stuff. Unless you already have yeah. a house, women aren't even going to consider you. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, that's funny. funny. So what's the solution to communism, bro? Um, second amendment. Guns. That's the foundation of our, you know, first and second amendment. That's the foundation of our freedom. And we should not budge an inch on that, you know. Uh, once we budge a little bit, they're going to take everything from us, mask us up. And that is true. They, they do. And all this started with two weeks. You know, and uh, I knew it was not going to be two weeks, man. From the get-go. Yeah, I knew it was not going to be two weeks. I knew it was a false flag. First time that they had shutdown, I knew before they had the shutdown when they were just whispering about it. Yeah, when they were just like, "Oh my gosh, there's no shit." I was like, "Oh man, doing the fucking H1N1 bullshit again." But H1N1, they didn't do a shutdown. They did. I didn't even think they nobody gonna... died. Like the only people that died or that got complications or something were the ones that got the vaccine for the H1N1. They were the only people that got that died or got complications. I'm not sure which one it was, but the only people that got injured in H1N1 were the people who got vaccine. And so, no, yeah, nobody fucked. They just got blacked out. Nobody talked, nobody talked about it. It's over, Stan. COVID is here. Soon only 99.9998 of us will remain. <laughs> percent of us will remain. Oh, man. And people aren't aware of how many people, like leading causes of death and how much larger a percentage of that is and how preventable those things are. Yeah. Whereas, you know, 
worrying about this. And that 99.98, that's based on the numbers that are. That the, they give us. Yeah. The, because a lot of those fatalities, since the tests aren't, you know, they're testing for fragments of DNA, of, of the COVID RNA DNA strains, it's just, it's not accurate. You, you have a lot of commonalities with previous strains. Go down, go down, go down. The well, Central Link? What the hell is the Central Link? Oh, yeah, this is in Australia. So this is, you know, what's coming up. They're trying to do it here eventually. You know, the whole, uh, if you don't get your vaccination, we're going to take away 30 bucks every two weeks. Fuck, how did Australia start getting so bad? Yeah, so every two weeks, and then eventually you're going to have nothing. Because well, this has some relationship with with your family tax benefit. Like, what? doesn't make any sense. Yeah, what the fuck? How does immigration have anything to do with my family tax benefit? Why are you going to starve my family if I don't get them, you know, injected? Like, how so this, this kind this, of... Well, I understand if this is some kind of social welfare system. Because I'm guessing the family tax benefit part, I'm not, I'm not sure if they're getting a tax deduction or are they actually getting money? Because the bottom says we cannot pay you more than the base rate of family tax benefit part A. I don't. Yeah, they, this is their uh, welfare thing that they they get a uh, so in their monthly. In, in order to so be welfare, be... you have to be vaccinated. Yep. That... everyone receiving it. Well, that seems logical to be honest. That's. It's a logical step to any organization. Exactly. That's, that's how they, um, they incrementally go step by step. But if you think about it, it's not logical at all. Like, what does that have to do with, I, I mean, start, okay, so let's, I can see the argument. hospital tax burden, like hospital burden, you're going to have a greater burden, but yeah. immunization doesn't have, I'm not getting sure. other people. I'm. You don't I'm save explain. money by getting immunized. You don't, you don't, you don't become healthier by getting immunized. You don't gain superpowers. You just potentially fight off a disease earlier than you would have before. In all the ad, what do they call them? Adjuvants, agitators, whatever, whatever is in the vaccine that agitates your body into actually reacting in a immunological way. That shit is not fucking normal. That that shit does not is not the same as if your body was naturally fighting off a disease. You fighting off toxins and heavy metals is not the same as a fucking virus or bacteria. Oh, that's my thing. I don't know. I think the fucking syrup yeah. is getting to me. <clears throat> yeah, all those toxins, you know, they're just weakening you more. Yeah. Um, they're not going to uh, help you. But I think that assuming vaccines are good, because, you know, talking about vaccines, no, no, that's a no, no. That yeah. won't work. Let's, let's just assume the vaccines are good. Yeah. But still, what, what, so I'm reducing, I'm increasing the health um, burden. You know, I'm, I'm going to, my kid's going to end up in the hospital, maybe. You know, there's like a 1% chance he'll get this thing and then he, he'll end up in the hospital and have be a tax burden. But uh, actually, there's almost like a 0% chance with COVID. But let's say with all the other things, you know, there's a maximum of 1% chance for this stuff. 
uh-huh then let me pay it let me just pay that myself you know don't take that out of my general uh well, um funds that wouldn't necessarily go towards that anyways didn't australia have socialized healthcare or am i just tripping yeah i mean most of these countries they have a socialized health care like for based on the income requirement so if it's socialized healthcare, then then uh a hospital or like a i don't know a, a burden a hospital burden isn't really much of a thing so this is just trying to get you to comply there's no real benefit to it other than your compliance Because if they do have socialized healthcare, then whatever hospitalization burden they might have gotten, or they might have had, it, it really it's nothing. Yeah, so fuck this. Um, don't vaccinate. Yeah. It's don't. a pretty airtight argument, you know, because they can just claim that, oh, you're impacting the health system more. So we have to take that out of your family tax benefit instead. I, I don't understand people who claim vaccination is so damn good, but still, there's so much shitty junk food out there. The equal amount of people actually end up in the hospital because of the vaccinations. Like, percent? Yeah. Yeah. That's dumb as shit, man. I don't, I don't understand vaccinations because you, you can't force me to try to be. Stuff. What happened? You can't argue about it. You can't, you can't say any of that stuff to them. That's why, like, you know, oh, it's accepted science. It's like it's called scientific tyranny or medical tyranny. Yeah. You can't argue against the uh, whatever their um, choice of doctors and physicians are. They made it into a religion, and now yeah. we're offending their fucking religion. And <laughs> and here's the shit though, like I still don't get it. They want you to be super fucking healthy, and even if the vaccines did fucking work, why don't they make everything else unhealthy illegal? Why are there so many fucking options and so many ways for us to become addicted to something and fucking die? But vaccines is supposed to fucking be the one fucking fix to all that. It makes no sense. It makes no fucking sense. You, then you bring in the profit factor of the vaccines and all these companies that are fucking everybody over are the ones producing the vaccines. Like every company that's producing the vaccines, I bet, has already had plenty of lawsuits filed against them for fucking up some other products whether they be baby products with fucking carcinogens like fucking johnson and johnson and shit or other big ass fucking pfizer and bayer and all those motherfuckers yeah there's a lot of money at play here um but uh like a lot of these things are just I can't. Some of my friends are like they don't believe in this whole conspiracy theory that there's a cabal that's orchestrating all this. You know that it's not just money. That's because those friends are. I'm sorry, they're fucking idiots who don't realize that rich people with power talk to other rich people with power. Yeah, I mean, this is what business networks all fucking do. This is what networking events are all about. You think rich? People that run things don't all hang out with each other and coordinate. You think companies that are international and are in every fucking country in the world don't talk to the presidents and the ministers and the health, public health officials of that country? 
You think Coke isn't paying every fucking country to push sugar down people's throats? Come on, people. Come on, people. Yeah, I like this answer here. Raz, dude's like, remember 9-11 when 3,000 people died and we mourned as a country? 3,000 people died today and people are mad they can't go out to eat. You know, this guy's a lockdown lover, right? Well, these things are fucking dumb as shit. Yeah. Like, uh, 3,000, that means 3,000 people died today means nothing to me because 3,000 people did not die of COVID. They had heart attacks. Yeah, and we, we're a pretty big planet. We, like, there's supposedly 30,000 people that die every day from hu- pure hunger. You know? Yeah, so 3,000 people means absolutely nothing. But I, I get her message, but it's... it's yeah. You know what? But if you don't want to go outside and eat, you don't go out outside and eat. Yeah. Exactly. Simple as that. You want to wear a mask? You wear a mask. If you think me not wearing a mask is endangering you, you need to stop walking where I am. You need to take, you remove yourself from my fucking area and the area of the people who don't want to wear masks. Because honestly, most people, even if they get COVID, are going to be fine. You know what they're not going to be fine about? If you get a fucking vaccine with some shit that you don't know inside. You don't know what's in there, bro. We can't trust any of these big-ass companies. You just can't. I don't. I don't buy any of their shit. I rarely buy anything at all. So, and then I need to stop buying weed. So that's going to be even less shit that I buy. They should have put it, but it's okay. Let's 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 stay inside and eat our fat burgers like the Americans we are. Let's all die of heart disease and fucking. Yeah, I don't really know how to comment to these guys. It's so hard to. Go go up, go up, go up. Like what did they say? Now one person's like thousands more die from. Every day from abortions and heart disease. Yet the media doesn't give a damn unless it fits their mass panic narrative. You should be coming before you speak for us. <laughs> okay, Karen. <laughs> Literally, Karen. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have Facebook anymore. That this is the reason why. I have no. Damn, like, that's fucking real. <laughs> Rothschilds. They definitely do look like Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns does look like Rothschild, and I'm pretty sure. It's, yeah. These are the people we should take out. These Dude, no just, no just... chin having motherfuckers are the people we should take out. He just looks so sneaky, like with his, you know brittle teeth like he just like this motherfucker looks like a reptile yeah sneaky bill gates looking like a reptile to me too those fucking little beady ass eyes if he was high i'd be like all right i get you bill gates but he's not he's a fucking reptile (laughs) (laughs) he's a reptile bro you can't fuck with reptiles they cold-blooded is he still alive jacob rothschild I think he's on the, like his fourth heart or some shit. Just eats them. <laughs> Just eats them. 
What's it like to have $500 trillion? What's it like to own the world is basically the same question. Like, what's the, you know, like, I'm getting kind of, uh, you know, I'm exhausted from all this news and, you know, you know, the real quest in life, you know, life is impermanent, you know. Right. Uh, You know, it's it's cultivation, you know, like to transcend life, not to transcend your wallet. Like, rather than a trillion dollars, what would be really nice is to have control over, you know, your ability to uh, remember your past and future life and be uh, awake um, during the reincarnation cycle so you can choose the next life too. You know, that would be a pretty awesome power. Um, because, you know, this $500 trillion, I'm pretty, he's not going to be able to use it unless he, he has mastery over that spiritual immortality. He's not going to be able to use it. He's just going to be... There, there are other ways to achieve what you're talking about. And if they are reptilians... Now, we're, we're going way off the fucking rails right now. If they are reptilians, then they have different ways to do similar fucking concepts. So just because they're not uh, Tai Chi and like Qigong masters with fucking perfect herbal, Chinese herbal like uh, supplies. But they might have interdimensional... I don't know human blood transfusion adrenochrome levels. I don't. I don't know what that. Yeah. Hell no. Is. Yeah. There is in in the te, Naropa Tibetan Yogi Naropa's uh, book, uh, and you know his his teacher too. They talk about six different um, yogas, and you know, anyway, one of the methods is uh, consciousness transference. So in in Buddhism, um, esoteric Buddhism, there's they teach you consciousness transference. Yeah. Um, as as a method. Of training that you can eventually do once you uh, uh, can uh, center your mind enough. So they could have, they could be doing something like that. But um, you know, the standard way is uh, enlightenment. To once you see that uh, your soul, once you see your soul, then you'll be able to uh, be free from the shackles of the body. Because the body isn't the soul. The body is just a um, physical manifestation. It's temporary. It's changing and it's going to deteriorate and no matter what you do it's going to deteriorate it's eventually going to you know break into a million pieces and be completely gone this body is totally impermanent but something within you is pretty pretty permanent and when you see that thing um and you can um use it to uh, you know how spirituality unfold unfolds for, for you on that part but uh that that's the goal right there, you know, to be to be alive, you know, to, to to be spiritually alive pretty much. Right now we're kind of like not spiritually alive because we can't see that and we can't control our incarnations and see our past lives. What you know, what were we doing in our past we don't even know what happened in our past life. That's how blind we are. You know, like most of us, right? We don't even know where we came from. If we you know, what our where our goal was here. We don't even know what we're here, here to do, you know. So th- I think those are like a lot of important questions. But uh, money. Are we here to do anything? What'd you say? Uh, I yeah. I mean, sometimes you know, there's there's a very broad purpose, and then sometimes there's a very specific purpose. You know? But uh, you know, those are a lot of people that uh, are channel owners and stuff. They talk about how 
you have all these angels surrounding you you're you have like all these supporting um people uh, are beings you know supporting you supporting your in, you and your in your current life and they're basically like your spirit brothers from previous lives and stuff like that spirit animals and things like that they are your the deities that follow the temple that is your body interesting that's an interesting concept right there what if you could see the people that your, your your crew what if you could see your your posse yeah you can't even see your posse we can't even see our posse we can't even see our past um I'm, I'm, I'm legitimately wondering what the fuck they look like because i have this general feeling that they look like you can no, do like no being yeah you can do like uh um if you relax yourself enough like you you can tune into some of this stuff pretty easy like get glimpses if you relax your mind and do the hypnotic processes they, you know and just have go into a receptive state you'll be able to see it whoa so whoa so you're saying that the voices and the the entities i have encountered aren't weren't just there that one time but that they might be a council of the rico verse around me or something yeah, like that. yeah there's a rico verse there's definitely a rico verse there's the council all of the, the religions Ricoverse. talk about this that there's being there's a rico verse <laughs> i am existence and i am god I, yeah. I, yeah. yeah i'm not joking though like buddhism hinduism they talk about this that you have like I even, you know, with Namio Horunga Kyo, you know, they talk about how you have a. In Hinduism, there's like basically a deity responsible over hanging around each chakra. Okay. Hmm. And then, you know, in Buddhism, there's all the branches of Buddha, like the earlier Buddhism, Buddha, that Buddha doesn't talk about it. Because he doesn't want people getting distracted with that stuff. He doesn't want people getting derailed when they're meditating. And because then people will be imagining all sorts of stuff. Right. That's why Buddha actually hid all this stuff. Right. He didn't even talk about Kundalini. That's why he's just like, I don't want people to be like, because the best thing to do to the quickest way to get enlightened is to not, uh, not have like expectations and all these thoughts of how things should be and you know because then you kind of right. all this warp warpings on when the when when the chi actually manifests it's gonna like you know warp your your thoughts are gonna warp your experience because like you're gonna get proud you're gonna Interesting. get so i guess this is why i said guru keeps talking about having a strong base for before any kind of fucking like uh building before you start really building upon what you are and who you are, you really need a strong base because if you don't have a solid base, no matter how big the construction is or how massive it is, it's not going to be balanced. And yeah, I guess the same thing. Like you need to be balanced before you can actually achieve anything because, well, most people that win the lottery fuck it all up. <laughs> Imagine you do win the lottery of enlightenment. You don't know how to control that energy. You just end up dying. Which isn't that what happens to most people who become enlightened? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, 
there's uh, a lot of things that happen as you come closer to enlightenment. Um, spirit beings attach and attack to you. Um, attack. They're, yeah, they'll uh, basically use, they'll hijack you in order to um, basically use your energy to cultivate themselves. That makes sense. Uh, and there's also other supportive ones who, who want to help you, but sometimes, you know, moving too fast, that can be bad. It's like giving a, a kid a Ferrari, you know. That should be totally a fucking YouTube video. I want to see this shit. But <laughs> on, a, on a different note, <laughs> that sounds like an entertaining ass video, bro. Like a 10 year old in a Ferrari? Putting a 10-year-old in a Ferrari sounds very entertaining and dangerous. I'm pretty sure we won't let anybody do it. But if we did, probably love some Saudi Arabia label shit. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. There's probably something like that in Saudi Arabia. Probably. Like kids like younger than me doing all sorts of dangerous stuff. Oh, yeah. They have fucking cheetahs in their Jaguars, bro. <laughs> like They're driving around in Jaguars with cheetahs inside. Like, what? word you got pet cheetahs and pet bears and shit and your pet bear plays with your pet cheetah what the fuck you're living in a whole different world that's a whole different level of existence here yeah but back to the achieving and enlightenment and kundalini um yeah i think it's hilarious that buddha i don't i haven't read all of buddha's teachings but they all seem to revolve around the same fucking concept of uh going in and that's it like literally everything just revolves around it's inside all the answers are within everything's inside and like what's inside and what can you expect and all these things and yeah they lead to illusions man like this is why people fucking imagining heaven right now is fucking lunacy there's no such thing as heaven heaven has different definitions in everybody's mind and yet you think that thing exists as one solid thing come on bro that's not how reality works. That's not how things work. It's cannabis. Well, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, and the thing is, you know, I've, I've been kind of like on the fence with this. How, how much expectation and um, ideation should you have about this? Which um, one? Meditation? About, about, yeah, meditation about, you know, um, eschatology and uh, um, heavenly celestial you know um being fucking surrounding you and giving you props yeah so you can have some ideas but it's really hard to let them go um but that's what you if if if, if you um cultivate you, you can't be having those ideas while you're cultivating you have to totally let it go and that's an important thing to master be able to just drop your concepts and um that's an important concept that's actually an important skill for everyone to master like for anything like in every single moment being able to drop whatever it is that you're holding on to yeah. and be present with whatever you're looking at because otherwise you won't understand that perspective like a lot of people they're in their their ideological um system especially now we're so polarized left and right right thinking totally different things and the left can't even put themselves in the right shoes and the right can't even put themselves in the right left shoes um but it's important to be able to put people in the in, put yourself in either shoes, mm -hmm. because one of those positions is right for you, and maybe in right in general too. And mm -hmm. 
unless you can, you know, um, let go, you won't be able to put yourself fully in those shoes and be able to decide. But um, that's the thing with the, you know, I'm going back to cultivation here, you know, that same skill of letting go, unless you can have a, uh, a clean practice without any sort of expectations, it's going to be hard for, uh, for you to, when you experience those things, to um, know for sure if it was a uh, something you made up. Um, well, how do you do? What's the difference between something you made up and 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 something that's real in in that level in that realm, dude? Well, uh, um, there's uh, there's a few books that talk about those kind of things. You know, like really? the non-denominational experiences okay. that people have. Um, there's like a commonality between all the religions um people that didn't hear about this kind of stuff happening have had the same thing happen to them but um they didn't actually cling to the process because when you in your meditation when you cling to some sort of process right. you kind of like you chase it away yeah and you kind of make yourself stuck in that state instead of keep going up yeah you're gonna kind of drift around that area because you put your attention in that right you, you put awareness there and that's all it knows never will know it doesn't start you can't go anywhere else because that's where you're at and that every, then whatever you're going up and then you're like oh my gosh i'm going up and then it's fucking you stop and you're like i fucked up <laughs> you just go back down no it's you're not like, that you fucked up you enjoy it you, yeah, you do enjoy it but like you you realize that you're like ah, oh, i lost it because i i became too attached yeah that's why the the eight jhanas when you look at them and, and um, analyze the exact how how you go up from the first to the eighth samadhis or jhanas or dhyanas, however you want to call them, um, it they're interesting how they you actually let go of certain qualities. Like the first jhana has um, bliss, uh, physical bliss, mental bliss, and uh, um, centeredness, like a perfect concentration. Like you let that shit go? Huh? Can you let that shit go, you said? Yeah, and um, to get to the purer states, to the higher states, you actually let go of um, one of those things in turn. So you, unless you're able to let go of the... the um, That's real. The, to get to the second genre, you have to let go of this, the um, Vitarka and Vikara, which is your subcursive thoughts. You have all these uh, subcursive thoughts. So that's like the 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 first one to, to come off and then boom you're in second what, jhana where it's just pure right. pleasure pure joy and one pointedness and then if you let that shit go if you let go of one more factor which is the uh, pure joy yeah. and you let go of that because the joy itself is kind of like a it's a disturb it's a disturbance to perfect concentration mm. so you you see it you you're you're uh, of course inundating it yourself in that state for months actually. Right. Right. And you get used to that state. It's like, you know, but once you've, once you're in third grade, you know, you realize, okay, I know all this stuff. Now I got to move to fourth grade to do that. You um, have to let go of joy. You have to let go of the joy because you start noticing uh, this could be cleaner, you know? So now it's, you're it's in like becoming a vegetarian, bro. Like you literally little by little food by food, you start going, eh, it could do a little bit better. It could be a little cleaner. I'm like, yeah. it's going to be a point where I become a fucking fruititarian because eating fruit is the easiest, most 
laziest thing a person can do and survive. No cooking. I don't have to cook shit. Just, <laughs> it's just a very good analogy, actually, because uh, the whole I, I had plenty of times where I'm like that some days where I'm just like, wow, I feel so good. I just all I had today was veggies yeah. and I have my um, fruit meal at the end of the day and I feel even um, more refreshed and I sleep well and stuff. But uh, um, the reason I thought it was really good is because your body is also changing with the diet, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so same thing here. Your body is actually uh, there's all all sorts of cheat processes that are happening um, as it gets pure, but um, not to hang up on any of those things. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, the next stage would be like you let go of the physical bliss. Like so now you're in the third jhana and you're just like totally uh, blissed out, yeah, centered. And then you, you know, a lot of people they don't actually are they're never able to uh, get to the fourth jhana because you have to let go of the physical. Just imagine like a thousand orgasms. Yeah, I, I get the the point of letting go of the ecstasy, and I think I felt that in one of the DMT realms. I think I felt the bliss realm, of one of many. I think it would have been, but it was just the blue realm was just. I don't ever want to say love, but is that energy that love gives, you know, that vibrance. I can't say like, I was like, ah, like it wasn't romantic. It was just that energy that when you're in love, when you love something, there's an energy that's fucking, you start emanating. And that's the, that's the, that's the like, energy. Is I was, it like I was mutual felt. love or is it just like the feeling of loving something? It's the energy that gets when there's love around or when you feel loving, extremely loving. So when you feel loving or loved? Loving, you loving. Oh, I guess um, when you feel loved, you feel loving. I, I, I think. Not necessarily. Like there's a, there's a Chinese quote where it says, "Like when someone loves you, um, you feel great strength. When you love someone else, you feel great courage." Well, whatever this feeling was, I felt strong, calming energy, but it was like vibrant. It was extremely vibrant, and and in the blue realm where I wasn't, I wasn't there for very long. I was there I was there only until the voice said this is life enjoy it and my face my my mouth materialized and my tongue popped out and then my hand materialized and gave me drugs I put a pill in my tongue I was, put my pill in my fifth dimensional tongue what's up I said you do did shit you get, did you get like into an even deeper state after you took it that? blew me away like it blew me like, <laughs> it blew me into another realm and I went into the realm of the white guy in the white top hat with the with the monocle, with the penguin and KFC combination, like the kernel from KFC combination. That okay, but whatever. Anyways, yeah, yeah, I, I, that that bliss. So letting go of that allows you to reach even further states. And what what would that even mean? What is a further state than bliss? Yeah. So once you have Dang, so like <clears throat> the bliss is kind of a disturbance, but I, I think that for me always the motivation to reach that, you know, that fourth jhana where it's only, only uh, centeredness, purely just centered, is is uh, it's purely functional actually because there's uh, jhana people that achieve samadhi in the past like a lot, a lot of Buddhist people they could actually do multiple things at once they could like they would like write poems and write um a letter at the same time with like both hands and at the same time they'll be scribing something to their assistant they'll be like 
their mind became like fully active like that's some boss shit so you're writing a letter you're writing a poem and you're fucking dictating some shit on the side yeah yeah so, so you're gonna watch these genius right here. I'm unleashing some genius all over this motherfucker <laughs> right now. And then on this side over here, I'm, I'm going deep. We're going hardcore in this letter right here. Like, what? That's insane. Yeah, like, if you want to look into that, so his name is Han Shan. Definitely, when reading his biography, um, my teacher actually said that, you know, I, this isn't the end stage. You know, once you get Samadhi, that's actually just the beginning of the beginning of the beginning. The real beginning. Yeah. Like this this stage we're in, which is like the pre-beginning. Yeah, this is like the pre-pre-beginning because, <laughs> pre, because uh, you know, you have this, You have, now you can actually center yourself. So now you can actually try to get enlightened. So what Hanshan did is he got super distracted with the social aspects. He, he, he became a politician, basically. Wow. Um, because he, he, he could do all this wild stuff. And so he, he became very... Um, so are you telling me he was probably cultivating in different realms while being this, this, this human politician guy? Uh, not in different realms. Uh, he, oh. he, uh, I don't know about the different realms, but probably like a part of, part of him. But for the most part, he was actually using this powerful concentration ability to help as many people as he could. Nice. Sounds like a cool guy to but, me. But, but that's a distraction though, you know, because... That's true. Helping if people you, is a distraction. You people, you're getting distracted from your um, main goal, which and, and main potential, which many people, most people don't have. That's true. Because most people don't have samadhi, but you, if a flower, uh, you know, uh, among the, de the desert, you know, diamond in the rough, you know, out of billions of people, you manage to get samadhi. And now your responsibility is to gain enlightened. Because once you get enlightened, then you can help way more people than if you died um, as a confused, bumbling being but uh, within the universe. You're, you're basically talking about things like honor and fucking duty and you, this is what you should do. But I don't know. No, what's what's, what's wrong with helping people at no, different no, that, levels? You got you it mixed up. Helping people is what's about honor and duty. Getting enlightened sure. is the is the hack out of the universe. That's going even deeper into your spiritual realm. I do want to become Shiva. And getting to the center that way, because people are gonna people are born and they're gonna die and get sick. People are gonna have problems, all sorts of problems in between. Sure. Are you are you some sort of uh, yes consultant for for them, like full time consultant for them? Like, no. Is that a really valid use of a uh, of your time? Um, well, but yeah, I see what you mean by duty, though. Too um, that there's like a certain uh, both of them. There are yeah, there, but the thing is, there's like this higher duty. I guess you know from the duty perspective, <laughs> yeah, there's a super high duty that oh shit, you're not just a piece of shit anymore. You're actually worth something. So now you have a really big duty to um finish the finish the job which is get in line and then um, right yeah. and then you can manifest way more uh things to help people that basically either summon you or that you have karmic connections with and 
you intend to. But you, if if you were to, you know, get concerned not with status per se, but with the whole uh, social helping and society and the infinite number of problems that people have and your own infinitely creative um, uh, power that comes out of samadhi. Because you get you get all sorts of powers when you have samadhi. Like you can basically solve anything, any problem. I, I am down for that power. Yeah, but it, it's a distracting power because that's not the it's, that's it's not just, the end. You're kind of getting distracted. Yeah, but that, that's that's what being a being is about, bro. Uh, I I live my life not for anything else other than curiosity. I want to see what could happen. Just if shit can happen. Literally, that's how I'm living my life. Just curiosity. So, a lot of these things you're talking about. I'm just curious about them. Like I have no real higher goal or purpose here. I'm just like, this sounds like some interesting shit. So let's achieve it and see what happens. Like I, that's how that's what my expectations are on all this. Like I have no mm. desire to go as high as you think we should. If I get level point one, I'll be like, yeah, I'll be like the happiest motherfucker ever. Because, I mean, levels mean nothing, but you know what I mean. I no, guess I, I, I've actually become aware. Yeah, right. you're, not, you're not too goal-oriented. No, that's yeah. a good attitude to have. I think we, we, we might have talked about this uh, before, but, like, you know, not being too outcome-oriented and, you know, having expectations. That's a good attitude to have. But at the same time, it's paradoxical. <laughs> You've got to have expectations and <laughs> have certain goals. Um, because there is a reality. You live in a. There are. A, I get it. You you sure. you're you 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 have a certain karma and you have a you have to respond to something. You you, you can't just. I, I wouldn't call. You can't just do soul. nothing about it because your soul is in your hands. That's real, and your life is in your karma. Your your karma is your making, but I wouldn't call them goals. I call them desires, and they're they're similar. But I, I, I just think goals are like timetables and they have ex, their deadlines and all. And I fucking worry about all that shit. I, I, the I thing is, uh, I, I don't, yeah, I see what you mean. I, 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 I get turned off by yeah. goals too. Yes. Massively turned off. I have desires. And not only that, I get comfortable. When I set a goal, I get kind mm -hmm. of comfortable. You okay. know, because I kind of like, um, objectify it you know whereas it's not an objectifiable thing it's kind of a subjectifiable thing and where i have to actually live it you know i kind of externalize it so there's a lot of bad things with it but you know um having just a pure desire without a timetable is uh is, is a pretty uh unless but, you're it's a way to, easy way to get lazy you know yeah you, there's, there's all kinds of ways you can get distracted up. you know granted and right? i think over. You might lose your the sense of what you actually wanted to accomplish with that desire. Mm. It could be it could it could become distorted. It can become distorted for many reasons too. Hijacked by some some you know. Maybe change. Desires can change and fluctuate. Like I see a lot of desires being hijacked nowadays. A lot of compassion mm -hmm. being hijacked. Like politically speaking. I mean, we just saw the case right now with one of your friends on Facebook. That's compassion being hijacked. Yep. Like, it's good that she 
compassionate about this guy that gets shot but too many times by a cop. Way too many times. You get shot once or twice. I'm pretty sure 99% of people are going to stop. <laughs> like, oh. 1% might keep going because they'd be on something, but most people would stop. But okay, it's not the point. Um, it's good that she has compassion, but then that fuels the current narrative that other people are pushing. So they just use that to fuel a already burning fire. And this is how things get hijacked. This is how desired. People want the world to get better. They want cops to stop killing people and so one of the conclusions they come to is defund the police which obviously isn't i don't like the police i've been i've been pulled over and, and and like i've been pulled over more than most people have in their life most likely and that was in the first like three or four years of me driving when i was in that in that pontiac bro like when we were in in, in college and stuff i got pulled over so many times bro i i do not like the police but i admit they should not be defunded they should be better trained. We, why aren't the veterans, the ex-veterans that come back that aren't too damaged, because a lot of them are too damaged to keep on interacting in high-tense situations. That's just real. They need, they need all kinds of mushrooms and therapy. I'm with that. So, why don't we, the veterans that come back that aren't, that are still able to like, psychologically handle the stress and duress of being uh, like uh, somebody with power, how come we can't put them as cops? I don't understand why we have so many ex like veterans with no jobs, yet we have police shortages everywhere. This is a weird thing that that's coming up. So I, I don't know. I, I think they police obviously need to be better trained. Yeah, I think there might be some legal things like you know they don't want military working for as police because they might be too rough on people. But they're not they're way better trained they, they don't start shooting innocent civilians they'll fuck a place up don't get oh, me yeah. wrong military will fish demolish everything but individually when they're just walking through they, they don't shoot first okay yeah. they might shoot first many times but they're trained not to shoot first so they, they have higher training they're, they're they, they have more high tense situational training they have more experience They've been in some shit. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're basically like veteran cops already. Let's see. Welcome to heaven. We got Ebola on the left. Malaria. AIDS. Wars. Famines. All of them are being... Cancer. Heart attack. All of them are being stopped because... There's a VIP coronavirus. So if you die and you go to heaven because and because you have corona, you get the VIP red carpet <laughs> treatment, bro. Right now is a good time to die of COVID if you really want to go to heaven. I love this. <laughs> good. All the other people are just like, no one's dying anymore. No one's going to heaven for any of that. No one's going to heaven if you have cancer, heart attacks, famines, wars, AIDS, malaria, Ebola. No, none of you go to heaven. Only coronavirus patients go to heaven. That's a new narrative being pushed by your local friendly Antifa candidates. I don't know. Yeah. That's intense, though. But let's get back to um, 
Achieving enlightenment. Um, this one's really good too, right here. I am. I go, you read it then. I, I am terrified right now. The only thing that could alleviate my fears is if I had a potion with animal and human DNA, some heavy metals and virus that can be injected into me, bypassing my natural immune defenses to keep me safe. That sounds like a genius idea. Why don't we inject ourselves with a virus yeah, and a bunch of other shit? Yeah. I mean, I guess wearing a mask is too too good. We got to inject that shit. Into like, why is it injected into us? Why can't we just like sniff get, it? Yeah, it? why can't we just get sick? Okay. Yeah, why can't we just sniff it? It literally isn't or like a, what's it called? nasal you smell it to get sick i don't know what the hell i'm this this cannabis is getting harder and harder to fucking yeah this this shit's okay like yeah this is hard yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. it's starting to creep up <laughs> it's starting to creep up that's hilarious uh, it's gonna be good it's gonna be good good time but, but yeah i think we uh for that uh the meditation topic i think we've you know the, we've been talking back and forth, desire, goals, what's a better per perspective? But I mean, you know, both of them, the important thing is just to move forward, you know, whether if sure. desire moves you forward, you, you know, I would suggest, you know, just be careful with that because our desires are dangerous. You know, they're like- Definitely, uh, bro. I, I totally feel desires are totally they're, they're dangerous. Kind of, they're kind of unreliable sometimes, you know, desires are great. I, I think it's good to have both. It's good to have like a goal, like there was, because there was a Stanford study that said that if people that wrote down their goals actually, like, I think like thirty or forty percent of them actually achieved it. Wow. Thirty or forty percent more actually achieved that goal than the people that didn't write it down at all. So it's, I, you know, it doesn't have to be like, it's not going to be like you're obsessing over the goal every time. And I think this goes back to the same same thing with uh, the whole um, overall cultivation, you know study this stuff and get an idea of things that will happen that are supposed to happen. But when you're, you know, that way, now you have these, uh, signposts, but, um, if you don't see that, you know, during your actual practice and enjoyment and your default thing is desire, actually curiosity, mm -hmm. play, and right. not, um, not thinking about and imagining the, the goals, the benefits, other rewards or anything yeah. yeah even that stuff yeah you know having zero expect except during those times where you're reviewing for um directive purposes you know okay where i'm gonna do next right let me zoom out and think about what my goal is yeah I, I, posts are what are suggested things that people have so that have succeeded suggest you know and then let go of all that and once you've decided what to do just let go of all that and then Blossom the desire within yourself to yeah. do it. Um, I don't know. I live my life very fucking erratically. I've done some random, apparently random shit just because I was like, fuck it. I don't feel like being here no more. It, it's been weird. But what I was trying to get to that, um, oh God, that's my point. What was I trying to say? Um, I think maybe. Desires, goals. I mentioned too many things there um yeah maybe but i don't know man 
yeah, like simultaneously, um, you know, using both of the things, you know, not being too one-sided, um, because everything in the universe is like pretty like um, there's something you can take from from a, from both sides, you know, not being too fixated on on them. Oh, I remember my point. Yeah, perfect. Not being too fixated on anything. Um, when we were talking about uh, having goals and well I really don't know how the hell it got to this point but I, I start I connected it to my idea that our life and the way we do things and the way we act and our actions we take have uh have an up and down have an in and out just like our breath does have you ever realized that every time you take action you're breathing out you rarely take action and breathe in Every time you punch, every time you step, every time you run, you want to be breathing out. Out is when you have the control. Breathing in doesn't give you control. So, and the way I look at things is like, your life has two paces. You're either breathing in or you're breathing out. Breathing in is when you take in and relax. It's the moments of life where you just relax. You're not doing as much shit as you think you should be doing, but you're allowing yourself a space to heal and chill and allowing the energies to build because you can't always be at 100%. Some people think they are 100% and then they end up on tons of drugs or they're meditators and in that case, I, yeah, you're, you're levels ahead of me. But you take your inhale that's when you're relaxing in life. And you take your exhale, that's when you're moving and grooving and trying to fucking accomplish some shit. So, yeah, I don't know where I got that point from. But yeah, I, no, I, I, I noticed that, yeah. Like, when I'm ready, when I'm, like, you know, kind of procrastinating, and then finally I'm ready to do the thing I'm procrastinating. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do it. Yeah. Then get to work. You got to breathe out. Everything else is just breathing in. Just those, those things take years, bro. Like sometimes people burn themselves out, and that's because you were fucking you breathing out too long. You never got some oxygen. You never got some relaxing time. You you gotta learn that your life, like your breath, has to have ins and outs. Energy going in and energy going out. Like you gotta meditate and exercise. It's the same idea. You gotta have them in the mouth. Um, yeah, man. Fuck. Uh, I want to start meditating again. I've been lagging it. It's gonna be great when I get back into it. Yeah, I gotta um, get going actually. For sure. Uh, yeah. Good yeah. talking to you, man. This was a great talk. Um, yeah, man. Next time. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for the talk. That was good reflection uh, for what uh, uh, some good principles here talked about. Um, uh, some parallels with uh, with. Um, the whole left and right focus and how yeah, we, we did i mean we we started with politics and and, and death and the meditation and enlightenment pretty good this is how all conversation should end this is how all conversation should end <laughs> all right man have a good night all right good night man. Peace Peace out. Out.